Welcome everyone to the Palais. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Parlay. We are your hosts. My name is Woody. And my name is Joey, your host with the most. There we go. And we are back with a new edition of the brand new Parlay podcast here for the A7FL Florida Division. So, Joseph, from the last time we spoke, when we relaunched this podcast, um, a lot has happened, so um, we're going to use this uh, edition, another you know guestless edition, to kind of go through the rumor mill, things we've heard, uh, back you know behind the scenes happenings and such, and uh, just kind of like discuss it all. All right, that sounds good. Yeah, I mean a lot that's been happening just in the Florida division, and a lot that you know really hasn't happened that was supposed to happen, and uh, just excited to get into it with you uh, this uh, this episode. All right, so uh, I'll let you um, let you be the tea master. How about that? <laughs> you'll be all right. Oh, you get you give me the reins today. I like it. Yes, let's go. Let's go. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, I'll let you first one. What's what's the first rumor we're we're gonna address today? All right. Um, we'll we'll start with the ghost. You know, one of our players that was gonna you know take his talents out to uh, the West Coast, and from what we're hearing, you know, he's keeping his talents here down south in Florida. And uh, you know everyone knows him as the uh, the pink hair guy. Uh, one of my one of my closest friends, one of the best ballers I know that played for the Ghost. And as somebody um, in the players' chat called him the best player the Ghosts have ever had. And I think even they went as far as to say the best player that they were ever going to have, the Mark Cooper. Yes, yes, yes. So. For those that don't know, Mark, like you said, Mark Cooper was going to take his talents out west to play for the Insomniacs. Um, not too sure on what happened with that whole situation. All right, I guess we'll get more into what's happening out west for sure. Um, but yeah, he's apparently not going to, to Vegas anymore, and he's staying here in Florida and joining the Tampa A-team. I know, man. I, I don't know how I feel about that move. Um, you know, what's been happening with the A-team, um, with who's running the A-team right now, and that's actually driven a lot of their talent to us. But, I mean, if that's what Mark, you know, thinks that is best for him and his chances of, uh, you know, finally winning that uh, that Florida championship and bringing a, a championship home, then, you know, more power to him. Yeah, I mean, I think I could say I haven't had any um... – conversations about him coming home so with him even with him going to Vegas I think there was no discussion besides the goodbye that he said to the to the team when he said he was going to Vegas but as far as him like making decision to go or weighing any options it was first the talk was of retirement then it was you know he's going to Vegas he you know announced it to the team um, but I guess from everything falling apart I guess he went from not going to Vegas to um. getting on you get some breaking news? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> gotcha. You were, just, you were just breaking up a little bit. Gotcha. No, so. um, but, yeah, I mean, what you were I, – I didn't catch a lot of what, what you said, but, you know, he was, from what I understood, um, he was making that trip up there. Um, a lot of things promised out, out there on the West Coast, um, a lot more coverage, and, you know, just getting, I guess, paid to play out there. I'm not sure – what was promised to go out there, and I guess that kind of fell through. Um, but as you were kind of 
saying, you know, he really didn't discuss it with uh, any of us on the ghost, at least that I know of. And with all the uh, the practice hours, you know, the time that we spent together, um, you know, I even watched film with Mark um, at least once. You figured, I figured, you know, he would have given us a little bit more consideration, you know, had that conversation as tough as it was. But like you said, you know, he just said his goodbye and that was pretty much it. And we all wished him the best. Oh, yeah, we wish him the best then, and we're going to wish it now, you know, whether he was going out west or staying here in Florida. Um, as we call the spade a spade, again, like, we know that the crawlers are the team to beat. We will discuss the crawlers as well and the moves that they've made or not made. Um, but to go to our biggest rival, that's, whew, that's a doozy for sure, to definitely go to the team that we, we you know, that we're, we beef with the most, you know, on the field, of course. Um is a big blow but it's interesting because as you kind of alluded to a lot of the you know meat and potatoes and like you know those fixings of the a-team no i would say the whole damn course it seems like it's left the a-team and and it migrated and made its way here to the ghost so we can kind of talk about those moves okay uh, yeah i mean and we've acquired a lot of key um, key pieces, and I remember watching um, you know our replay of our championship game against the eight team, and a Mr. West was talked about being the player of the game, you know that core piece for the eight team, and that offensive line that you know we have acquired from the um, the eight team. I think that's really going to help elevate our game. Um, you know, we're trading pretty much just swapping out uh, Mark for a D West, and I think that you know it's going to fit really well for us and our style of play. And uh, I'm interested to see how it plays out for them over there, and how you know Mark can make an impact if it's more going to be on offense as you know a running back, or you know honestly, I could see him taking over the uh, the quarterback position there. I could see a little bit of a battle going on. That's where you lose me. You lose me there. I don't think that he's getting that quarterback position from from Mr. Gray. Um, I can definitely right. see him being used as a weapon. Um, I think they're going to try and get the ball in his hands in many different areas. I don't know how the run game is going to look because, like we said, I feel like the backbone of that team was its offensive line and the identity that came with. Um, not just West, so I'll kind of talk about some more of the acquisitions, um, but also uh, with Terrell Mitchell leaving as well. I guess there was a bit of a power struggle there for who's running the, the A-team. And, you know, Terrell just probably was just sick and tired of it. I'm not going to speak for Terrell. I love to have Terrell on. Um, he spoke just the other day about our lost episode that we had, uh, <laughs> that I had filmed with him. But, um, yeah, I'd love to have, uh, have Terrell on to talk about that, but Losing the identity and the the veteran leadership that Terrell brings, as well as his play on the field, and then losing West, like you said, somebody that the commentators saw and saw as like a dynamic player, um, who we would honestly say probably the best player on the A team. I would say that comfortably. Um, now coming over to us, as well as um, more pieces of that offensive line with. Um, with Keelan coming over as well, and and Moose. So you're talking about their starting offensive line for the championship game not even two two seasons ago, now coming over to bolster our offensive line. 
with the offensive linemen we've already had. So, and then you give us that dynamic running back who's, you know, Mark is dynamic in his own way, but Wes is dynamic in his own other way. And I guess that last addition, I kind of leave it to you because I know this one is one you've been working on for a while. Yeah, um, I mean, just just going back to Rel, um, I'm I'm honestly really excited to play with him. Um, I've been, you know, trying to get him to the ghost since year one um, to have that veteran player. Uh, I remember going to like a, it was a four on four or something. Um, the very first A7FL like little. Uh, I guess two hand tap flag football gathering. And, you know, I talked to Rel, you know, we kind of hit it off and knew that he was going to be a good guy and somebody that I would want to play with. And then compared to, you know, bringing him over now with all that knowledge and the other players, you know, the, especially that offensive line. And, you know, you and me have talked. We said that was the biggest thing, you know, that the ghosts were very thin on um, is that offensive line being able to, you know, swap the guys out when they're tired instead of, you know, having the guys play tired and have that, you know, that condition lacking there. So now we, we got some depth in one of the one of the places that we needed the most. For sure. And like you said, just the the well of knowledge that he is, add that to my years in the league, add that to Jake's years in the league. I mean, I think this then puts us in the forefront as far as the most experienced team in the division. So that that's how, and then it bolsters like our running game just goes up another notch. Like I said, I I don't want to lose sight on you know Mark Cooper being the the home run hitter that he was, or is, and jack of all trade and the guy who can do so many different things on the field. Um, but when you get a player Wes's size with still with his breakaway speed, hard to break down bring down, and he's constantly just you know <laughs> the way they ran that ball and they ran it at you. It made it very easy for uh, for Gray to do what he could do um, when you have that to fall back on. And now to add that to you or whoever's at, you know, QB1, um, that's a hell of a, <laughs> that's a hell of a caveat, a hell of a, I don't even want to call it a side dish because that's a main entree right there. So you, you, you cooking with two, you're eating with two entrees at this point. It's not even like a main dish and a side dish. That's That's two entrees right there. That's coming right at you every single game. Yeah, and I, I can speak from experience uh, playing against D West and that physicality. Um, after, you know, hitting him head on three to four times, your shoulder gets a little bit bruised up. You start, you know, trying to hit him from, from an angle, and it doesn't work out, and he's breaking away. So just that ground and pound and physicality that he's going to bring to our side of the ball and being able to, you know, have those cities walk up into the box at the play that run stop first is going to open up the passing game. Like you said, whoever is that QB one for us. For sure. So, I mean, we, we're going on a little long here about the, about the ghost. Um, but, and we try not to do that, but that's for sure. Um, the additions that we made from a team and we're still missing a few. We're not talking about when coming over. Cause you know, a win is a package deal with, with, uh, Terrell. Um, so he's coming over as well. We've got, um, We've got the cornerback. We've got D coming over as well. I had him on the podcast um, last season also. So we've, we've added some pieces that are definitely going to be um, exciting to see for sure. And like I said, that entire offensive line, they're starting offensive line for their championship years now on our team. So that's it's, it's very, very exciting. 
um, to see. And, you know, what's left on the cupboard now for A-Team, you know. Uh, but he said he's been recruiting. So, I mean, we that's that's the most we've gotten is from that podcast and the things that he said. And that was before the Mark Cooper edition. So he – acquisition. So he, he went ahead and did that. He announced that on the Florida – Florida page. Sorry about that. Seem to be getting a call at the wrong time. So yeah, um, you get that added to to it as well. That's you know definitely more exciting. So I think we can kind of move on. Again, we're not hearing too much on the orange front, but um, I guess let's, let's let's see what's going on with the orange. You got any tea there? Man, um, as far as the orange. You know, from the players that, you know, wanted to leave our team and, you know, get a little bit more spotlight on them. And I guess the newest acquisition that I have heard about is a former self-proclaimed defensive player of the year, Mr. Echo. Now he's been kind of the uh, the front runner to join that orange. I heard he's still kind of a free agent, but that's where his own squad uh, pushed him to play with now. So wait, you're telling <laughs> so now you're telling me Flacco got cut from the crawlers and is now they're basically telling him to go play for the Orange. I'm just pretty much, pretty much. Um, from what I've heard in the rumor mill is now Deontay Henderson, uh, that massive linebacker that is not fun to hit, and Bagway are have taken the reins. Nick is going to be the commissioner. Flacco. The one who claims to have brought that whole entire team together and make that mark on the league has now out. Um, they they are saying to have 60 plus on that team, and there was just no more room for uh, that self-proclaimed defensive player of the year. 60. 60. Who knows how true that is, and we know how the, uh, the rumor mill goes here in the A7 next year. Yeah especially with all those guys playing flag, how many of them will make those games is, you know, it's still all up in the air. And, you know, like I say, I don't believe anything until I see that, uh, that register sign on that dotted line. Yeah. I mean, registration is, that's the, the, that's definitely the moment of truth. That's the time when you, all right, this is what we got. Um, I believe the roster cap may be 25 or 35. I'm not sure. So that's why that 60 number is, is a little mind, like not mind blowing, but it's raising a red flag. Everyone's calling me now that I'm recording a podcast. I literally text everybody and said I'm recording a podcast. Don't call me. So my apologies. I am going to leave this in the episode, though. But, um, oh, my gosh. What's going on here? So, yeah, so that 60 number is, like, it's up there. Like, it's kind of, like, alarming a little bit. Um, but who knows? We'll see. Um, anything else from the Nightcrawls that you've heard? Um, as far as the Nightcrawlers, um... Not really. Just the just the whole Flacco situation that's developed. I heard whatever team Flacco does go to, um, he's going to be bringing a couple guys. Um, I'm not going to disclose those names because now that I know who they are, I would like to uh, to make a play for them. It's definitely <laughs> some definitely some key guys that I would like on the ghost. So we're, we're going to leave that little tidbit out. Ever the GM, go ahead, Joey. Do you think, man? <laughs> Um, no, that's super, that's super, super interesting. Um, I know on the orange front, we lost, um, from the ghost going over to the orange, Kyle left. Um, he went over there, uh, 
Kid or Steven, I don't know which one he wants to be called, but Kid, he's over there now as well. Um, Keelan Davis that was playing with us last year, who was originally an Orange. Um, I've heard he's gone back there as well. Um, our third-string quarterback, Jordan Mention, um, originally on the A-team, but then came over to us, gave him a, a fair shake at the, at the starting position. Um, but now he's going to be QB1 over there on the Orange. Um, so that's, I think those are the four that I know for sure that are over there. Um, it remains to be seen how many original Orange members go back there. Um, but that's the most that I know. And now, you know, knowing that Flacco may be on his way over there with some guys, um, that could be an interesting prospect as well for them. Like you said, for the uh, Nightcrawlers, I do have which I would say is one of our bigger losses. Um, I hate to even say it out loud here on the podcast because I just wish it would just be like <laughs> a dream. Um, one, someone that I enjoyed play with a, playing with a lot. Um, I like to call myself the number one receiver on the team. Still feel that in my heart of hearts. But I know another weapon when I see one. Um, Avery Harris uh, is going over to the Nightcrawlers as well. Um, apparently there is some connection through um, someone he plays flag with. And um, Tony's close with, and they want to, you know, play together on the same roster. So he respectfully, you know, hit me up, and, you know, that's why it hurts because I know Avery gets a bad rap for some people, but he's a stand-up guy book. And um, losing him at all, but especially to the the Nightcrawlers, definitely stinks. Yeah, it it absolutely does. You know, he was one of the key players that could – make a difference on either offense or defense and just losing one of those key weapons, especially, you know, his jump ball capabilities and his sheer physicality, it's, it's going to definitely, it's going to be hard to replace him. And the night crawlers are getting an absolute weapon over there, but you know, with all their weapons, you know, I'm interested to see how they're able to facilitate all that talent. You know, it could, it could turn out to be like one of those super teams, you know, in the NBA that, that just can't put it together like the Lakers right now. Um, so I'm, I'm willing, I'm really, really interested to see how it all, you know, uh, plays out over there in Tampa for them. Yeah. That's going to be super interesting. Um, playing time and all that. But again, that's something that I can't label onto to Avery. Um, just cause that's the only person I know personally over there. So I, I know that he's a guy that, you know, he'll show up and be like, Hey, just use me when you can. Like, he don't whine and complain for, for playing time. He goes in, he makes his plays. Super passionate guy. Like you said, his jump ball case capabilities, he's, his physicality. Um, he'll, he'll hit you in a heartbeat. Um, when he's on defense, he can cover a lot of ground, a lot of very quickly. Um, yeah, that's, it's a tough loss for us and a hell of an acquisition for, for the Nightcrawlers for sure. So that's, that's big for them. So, I mean, that's kind of, um, it that we have here in Florida. Am I missing anything? Uh, okay, I will say for the orange, you did um, spark my memory. So Jordan might be uh, the same exact position on the depth chart over there on the orange as he was on the ghost. Really? So, yeah. So from what? All right. They got the coach's son who is also quarterback and 
another quarterback. His name is Luke. Luke something. Uh, he plays semi-pro. And apparently he's decent. And he's looking to be the guy there. So it's very interesting to see how that quarterback battle plays out. Um, from what I've heard, uh, Luke QB1 as of now is, is more A7 style built. A little bit more you know mobile in the pocket compared to... Jordan, not taking anything away from him, is more of a pocket quarterback and would could probably fit into a better system. Gotcha. Yeah, it depends on that. That depends on the system that they have down there. I get what you're saying. The A7 style, where your quarterback's got to be able to move. He can't just be a statue back there, or else you know, D lines are gonna feast away. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. You definitely just uh, broke news to me. I didn't have any. Ideas. I think I got to get some of these sources you got, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, I'm going to leave that to you. You're going to be the tea guy, man. I'm just going to leave that to it's, you. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave, leave that to me. And you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a little secret away. It's I don't even have to go out for this information. This information comes to me at like 1230 at night when I'm trying to go to sleep before work. And I'm getting <laughs> double called and double texted to answer the phone. Hey, man, that's 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 the life right there, man. Shout out to you, Joey, for having that scoop, man. This is um, it's all very interesting. Like I said, this season here in Florida is shaping up to be a very, very interesting one because I think everyone's kind of getting the gist of, like, understanding what this league is about and what it takes to win. And players are, you know, that started with their teams are now, like, looking to go elsewhere to say, all right, I gave it two seasons here. It's not working. So now let's see what's up elsewhere. So... It's a lot of moving, a lot of shaking going on. Um, obviously, wish the best for everybody that does go to a new team. Hopes everyone balls. Hope everyone balls out, except for when they play the ghosts. Um, but they ball out and have fun, and, and be able to show what Florida football is about. Hope the league falls through on their, you know, on their promises, and we get some better, you know, visuals out here. Um, actually, get a film crew to get out here and be able to like record our games so we can have film. But also have our, our, our games televised. We'd like that. You know, even if it's just YouTube Live, we don't care. Like, let's get it on TV. Like, on some, on some screens. Because um, the brand of football here in Florida, um, where it comes across as high scoring, no defense, no. It's, defense is being played. But it's just that good of offense, you know. And for every, like, 30-point game you see up there, it's, it doesn't start off at 30 points. It starts off as, a you know, a nip-and-tuck game. And then, you know, once the offenses get caught up, and they're rolling, so it's definitely a different type of game here than it is from where you see up north. Um, interested to see what how the Vegas games look because I want to watch those. I don't know how those teams play. Yeah, and uh, I've been listening to the uh, you know the three on one podcast with Corey and the guys, and then um, other side of the ball over there in Nevada. And I know the three-on-one podcast, they talk about Florida a lot. They're starting to mention Nevada a little bit more as, you know, another up-and-coming team. But they're they're heavy on Florida down here. And um, I know Rob was saying, you know, Florida's two, two, three years away from, you know, making its stamp in the league and possibly bringing a, uh, a championship home. And even, you know, when I first came into the league now three years ago, you know, I, lo I was watching a lot of film, a lot of games up north, and, you know, I, I was like, you know, a lot of Florida guys are like, oh, we're going to come in here, we're going to win this, and, you know, you saw how that turned out year one. 
um, you know, I was like, it's probably going to be four or five years, you know, to learn the style, the recruiting, and, you know, coming up on year three, we were able to make that mark in year two. So, it, you know, night, the night crawlers could have fast-tracked that, that timeline that I, that I just, you know, put out for us. But hopefully, you know, we finally get that, that respect down here after making a little bit of a mark last year and get that, uh, get that proper film, you know, um, the photography and, you know, just the respect that, you know, we're looking for down here. Yeah, I mean, we need the pop. We need the little bit of pomp and circumstance. That I feel like we have... Um the meat and potatoes. I know I've used that reference a couple of times, but we've got the grittiness of it. We've, we've been on crappy fields. Granted, we've had nice stadiums like Windermere and uh, Lake Brantley. Don't get us wrong, but I feel like we've grinded it out in these ugly stadiums with no film. We've played like, you know, our rugged games. Like I said, it, the Florida, like we, it may be a 35 to 30 game or whatever the final score may be, but it's a battle regardless. It's not just busted coverage, big play here, busted coverage, big play here. Sorry if you guys hear that. That's my son in the other room. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a battle. It's, it's hard hitting. It's tackling. Like, it's not just big, pl- big, big play, big play after big play. Like, so, um, it's really, really interesting now that I feel like we need that flair now so that we can be put on the same level and like you said the nightcrawlers absolutely fast-tracked it i think that influence of talent that influx of talent that they added um opened the door because that was the market we needed to crack was that flag market that semi-pro market to show them like yo there's another brand of football here that's you know doper in my opinion than semi-pro is like coming out here and playing this a7 style like it's not 11 on 11 it's 7 on 7 but it still gives those big guys the physicality that they want on the line um, on that offensive and defensive line, it gives these skill players an opportunity to really show what they can do. You know, like I tell everyone, you got to come with your technique. Technique and talent is going to get you there. You can, but you just got to be both. You can have all the talent you want, but that technique's not. You know, if your technique not right, you're going to be on the same level as somebody with a lot of technique and a lot less talent than you. So I mean, I know I got off on a little tangent there, but that's for sure um, what I'm looking forward to. So, Woody, I, I got a question for you. I don't, I don't mean to put you on the spot, um, get a little, get a little off topic, but I have a question um, for you. Um, with you being a veteran, and uh, you know you've been in the league a long time, maybe you have a little bit of insight for a little bit more of a young buck for myself. My question to you is, all right, you know, up north, you know, they're obviously established. They've been doing this for eight, nine years, whatever it is, going back to Town Beef. They have the the film, the broadcasting. Then you have Ohio that, you know, they now have an owner. They are getting that film time. Nevada. Nevada is exploding right now with 12 teams. They have that, that coverage now. What, with Florida being considered the mecca of football, why do you think being year three now, we do not have an owner. You know, why have we not gotten that attention? Why has, you know, not anybody really sought out to buy the division down here so that we can get that recognition? Uh, I would love to give you a spicier answer than this, but it, than this, but it's, it really comes down to the logistics of it. The problem is Florida is so spaced out. Like when you go to own the division of Florida, it's going to take multiple owners or just a really big bag. At the end of the day, because you have Central Florida, you have South Florida, you have North Florida. So there's just parts of this that's untapped. You've got 
What about the guys up in the panhandle? You know, we haven't even tapped into those teams that may be up there. Um, we've only got as far as Orlando and Tampa here. There's a lot in between that we haven't touched. One of the, the more explosive players that we have um, that played for us last year, he's from Daytona. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm talking about T.J. Smith. T.J. Smith is from out in Daytona. We haven't tapped out over there, really. We haven't tapped out in that market yet. Hope I'm not giving too much game away. But um, we haven't even talked about Briard County, Dade County, like anything like further south of us. Like It's going to take a big undertaking to manage Florida unless you want to do it in sections. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of why we haven't had that person to step up with the money. We need that person with the money to step up and say, I'll take on this task because, like, we've we've seen it's two and a half hours between Tampa and here, right? Is it two and a half? It's a drive. <laughs> it's a drive. So just be yeah. between those yeah, two with, cities. Uh, my, yeah, it's a home. Yeah, with those two cities right there, that's that's a drive. We're talking about uh, uh, if we talking about a game where we're if we are to have a crossover game against Miami, any team from Miami, was that like five hours, four hours of a drive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about a, a flight. That's the flight I think from like New York to to LA is five hours. You're talking about doing that in a car just to get within the state. So it's kind of I could be wrong. Sorry, don't make fun of me if that's all wrong. But I feel like the flight from a flight from New York to LA is five hours. But anyway, that's part of it. Why we're like not getting that 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 person to step up. But I feel like once they do and we're able to tap deeper into the pool of talent that's here, man, bro, like, Florida is gonna, it's a ticking time bomb for the rest of the, of the league, to be honest. Florida gets it together, Florida gets that owner and gets that leadership and gets that, that, that one mind that's then gonna reach out to the other minds and, like, pool us all together, it's gonna be, uh, no pun intended, it's gonna be spooky. Yeah, um, I mean, both of us, you know, we're not even from Florida. Um, we're from other states, so, you know, we don't have that loyalty to the state. But, I mean, just looking at the talent that we have and, you know, what they were able, what we were able to bring in in two years, imagine when these other counties get wind of it and, you know, really start coming together. It, it, it's scary. Nothing, nothing against the other teams, you know, other divisions, especially up north. But it, like you said, it's a ticking time bomb. It's only a matter of time before the word gets out, and you know the players start flooding to this league. Oh, for sure. And yeah, like you said, all respects obviously to the other teams. We're just talking about the potential of our division. So, I mean, it's not to disrespect anybody. It's only to big up our guys and the potential that's here in this state. So yeah, like you said, we're not even from here, but I quickly learned and recognized, um, even from the like I dipped my pinky toe into into the flag world here, like. The talent that you see there in the flag world, like even one of the guys we picked up, um, you know who I'm talking about, old buddy from the from the scrimmage. I'm not gonna say his name on the podcast just yet. I want to keep that one on the hush. But um, yeah, he's a dynamic player with the ball in his hands. You know, that's someone that I'm excited to see on the floor, out on the floor, on the field with the TJ, with the West, with the me, with the you. Like it's like it's. It's exciting, you know what I'm saying? It's just really, really exciting to know what's the possibilities that we have here and what we're doing, tapping a little bit by little bit as much as we can into these um, 
into the well of talent here. Like, it's just a big well of talent here in Florida. That was a long-winded yeah. answer that hopefully answered your question. No, yeah, I appreciate it. It's been something that's been, you know, itching away. Um, and I, I feel like that answered it. And it's only a matter of time, and I'm excited for it. For sure. Um, so we've... I, I, from the last time we talked, I actually did not send you... Did I send you the picture of the jerseys? No. Oh, so I've got an exclusive no, for you. No, I have you. not seen those yet. So we've had those jerseys that I submitted. Um, every team has submitted a jersey or one was submitted for them um, for these possible new jerseys that we're going to get upon registration. I'm going to send you the mock-ups that I got. Um yeah <laughs> we're gonna if these jerseys are the ones we end up getting and moving forward with we're gonna look good this season like everyone i feel like is gonna look good this season the orange jersey i'm they're clean like if you're going to the orange like don't worry about looking stupid you nah they look clean a teams i like theirs a lot i like the addition that they made to theirs the crawlers, theirs is understated but still dope, and I'm gonna toot toot my own horn for the one that we got. Cause, woo, when I send it to you, Joseph, man, yeah, you're gonna be excited. So is is this in the captain's chat? <laughs> no, this was um, I won't reveal my sources, but this was a direct conversation between me and someone else that I was able to get um. This uh, this this tap in from the spit of information from the higher higher ups like this goes up to the top, you know. Oh, okay, so tell Ryan I said hi. Wow. <laughs> that hey, that that's just an assumption, but you know, shout out to Nick for kicking me out the uh, the captain's chat. I knew that's why you was. I know that's why you said that. <laughs> I know that's why you said that. But uh, no, it wasn't Ryan though. The conversation wasn't with Ryan. It didn't go that high up, but it's up there. It's up there. So I got you. I'll I definitely, you. I'll definitely, you know, just share you a sneak peek of uh, everything that uh, might be coming our way. Uh, hopefully, and if that happens and we get on TV more, man, I'm telling you, we're gonna look even better, and I feel like we're gonna draw more eyes, and that's gonna be something that's definitely gonna bring in more players as well. So, yeah, I'm yeah, excited. and you know, down here in Florida, you know, the eye test, the eye test, that might be everything, and whoever has the uh, the best jersey might get the most uh, inquiries about uh, playing for that team. No, for sure. So, was, hopefully, you didn't let us down with the uh, the jersey recommendation, Woody. Well, you're gonna see, man. You know me, man. You know me. You've seen the mock-ups that I gave y'all last year. If we could have pulled those off last year, man, that'd have been something else. Oh yeah, we were. Way ahead of the uh, the other teams in the division with the other uh, things that we wanted to do, and you know the things that we have in the works right now. I really, really think it's going to help you know make us pop and stand out. Well, it's the brand, man. We definitely got to protect the brand of the ghost. But again, we're not going to turn this into a ghost podcast. Um, I think we can go ahead and end it there, man. I think we had a very good rumor mill section uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, appreciate you, Joey, for all the tea that you brought, all the information that you brought. Um, it's great having a guy that, you know, is a little bit more known in the division and, you know, is trusted. And um, you respect your sources, don't out nobody. It, it, appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And all I have to say is uh, please, please tune in for next week. You know, I didn't get a chance to discuss everything that I wanted to. You know, we want to keep it under the uh, time constraint, you know, so it's not too long. But uh, I'm going to 
break it out west a little bit and talk about some juicy, juicy stuff out there that I think everybody will love to hear about. You want to just get into it now? Do we have time? Nah, we'll save it for next week. That'll be a tease. That's the tease for next, epi- next right, episode right. on the podcast. We'll, we'll leave you on a cliffhanger. We'll definitely do that. Um, we'll have a guest next time as well. Um, so that'll be really interesting as we get into that. Um, so yeah, man, I, I'm really excited. This is another great um, episode. Appreciate you again, Joey. Um, hell of an addition to this podcast. Um, let's go ahead and intro him out of here, man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. Um, again, available exclusively on Spotify. So go ahead and um, and subscribe. Leave any kind of review that you want. Uh, five stars, like my mo- my man Bomani Jones says. If you leave a four star, I'm inclined to believe you're a hater. So five stars are nothing at all, my guys. All right. And what about you, Joseph? Another man. I you know next re- next episode it's gonna be dare I say it a uh, a record breaking episode. It's gonna hold some records that you know the other the other episodes won't. Oh. But, uh, appreciate you guys all listening to us you know this is fun really love to you know break it down with woody and i'm excited for the yeah the guests that we're gonna get on um and i hope everybody had a happy thanksgiving uh we didn't get a chance to wish you guys that but eat up that turkey get in the gym and uh we'll see you guys out there all right now appreciate y'all this is us woody joey the parlay and we out Mm -hmm.